Hi, I'm Sally. And I'm Ray. Welcome to an episode of Reason for Being. Where we bring you along on our journey of self-discovery, the universe, and all of the magic in between. Tune in weekly for our latest experiences and guest speakers where no topic or emotion is off the table. Let's get out of our heads and into our hearts. This This is our our reason for being. Hello, everyone. It's just Ray today, and today I'm with Marsha, and I'm so happy to be interviewing you. Thank you for having a chat. I know. It's so nice to be here. my beautiful new home yes. and to have you here. I know. It was so nice coming out. I actually, I love that me walking into the house was to a beautiful naked woman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm definitely in Byron. Yeah, definitely in the right place. Yeah, and yeah. I loved it. Liberated, liberated. Yeah. yeah, welcome to the liberated Ma- life. I know. I love it. So I actually met you through your wild woman circles. You're a ceremonial photographer. And I mean, I'd been following you for a while before that, but your wild woman shoot was always something that was on my bucket list. Wow. Yeah. It was just something I was like, I need to do this. Full of naked women again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. What can I say? I just love nudity. And how was the wild woman circle for you? For me, it was, um, that was kind of like me letting down my armor of kind of being seen. Um, I, I don't know, I've always struggled, especially with women, felt kind of insecure about myself around women. And that experience for me was just like, it was one of the most beautiful experiences because even though I was naked, it was like the least naked I've ever felt in my life. Wow. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, I'm a nature girl. I love nature. Yeah. So us going for a swim and hanging in the forest was amazing. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I really... I really feel that the wild woman circles have just become this, like my service to humanity and my mm-hmm. service to women, the way that it was just birthed and the way that I've been doing them for so many years yeah. now. But I feel like this year they're definitely going to be evolving even more. Yep. But then, yeah, so I really, even just these things that come come through through me, it's just like it really is, like comes from these deepest parts of myself. And yeah. it's also from a place of this is what I need yeah and this is what I've given myself or like I've been in environments where it's like oh my gosh this is what women are needing yeah 100% and just you know you see the emotion that comes up at the end when you're all sitting around the fire and just like the joy that comes from women feeling like connected and seen with each other absolutely so beautiful and the thing the the truth is is that we have been gathering like this for centuries yeah. like since the beginning of time like all it's the red tents and all the things and it just feel like it's just this like remembrance from the old yeah. days and that's why people just feel like wow like this just feels so rejuvenating and grounding yeah it's like it's not often I mean I know now these days you know every Tom Dick and Harry's got a circle that they're running (laughs) but I feel that the type of circles that I run they're just a little bit different yeah definitely like I last year was definitely my year of going to a whole range of different things and trying new things and yours was the most grounded and it felt very personal mm. whereas some of the other ones you kind of walk away and you're like they were promising a lot in that and I don't know if I quite got that wow, <laughs> yeah such, yeah it's interesting yeah. And I think a lot of it is not to obviously I feel like everybody has their own medicine and yeah. everybody's you know does things differently but 
Yeah, I definitely see a lot of stuff out there, but that's that's just the same with so many different things. There's just we're just like bombarded with yeah. stuff out there, and you have to just use your own discernment and yeah. seeing who you're most resonating with. But yeah. I absolutely love that one of my circles is has been on your bucket yeah, list. Yeah, I know it was. <laughs> it was for so long. I was like, I just feel like I need to do that. Like, oh, <laughs> I need so... to experience this wild thing. <laughs> and I love that we, you know, developed such a beautiful. And then yeah. afterwards, we went for that really salty fishing yeah. chips. Oh, I know. <laughs> I think I'm still drinking water now to like recover from that salt. And then now, like, you know, we do this podcast yeah. and everything. So I really love the women that I meet through the circles. Yeah. And like I say, it's just a beautiful, like, I do them more from for also myself and just to reconnect with other sisters yeah. and to heal those wounds and to, yeah, just have fun yeah. and get together. I actually started them in the midst of really heavy lockdowns yeah. where we were not allowed to see anyone where and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Like women need yeah. each other right now. We need hugs. We need together. We need nature. So I literally just in the midst of oh, all the that. whole world hitting the fan, mm-hmm. I was like, right, I'm gathering women. Yeah. And I don't care through how I'm doing yeah. this. But I did it oh, and I it was the that. most healing thing for women. Like so like we just regulate our own nervous systems yeah. like with these circles because yeah. it was just like wow. there was a lot going on at that like you're just like in 2020 am I gonna get put in that. a concentration camp for not getting jabbed like what the- yeah fully yeah oh the conversations of yeah that era it's like yeah it's crazy that we lived through it and mm-hmm. you know yeah something to tell our grandkids and our kids yeah it, yeah, it was a time, that's for sure. Mm. So another thing um, before I even came to your Wild Woman shoot was I saw you speaking on Instagram about celibacy and it was kind of towards the end of my marriage and I just, I remember it piqued my interest and I saw some other women talking about it, but they were talking about it from like a... Um, they weren't virgins anymore, but I'm going to wait until marriage. Right. And they made it like a religious thing, yeah. which didn't really resonate for me mm. because I was, I mean, I was kind of like, I mean, you've, you've been dicked, like you can't be undicked <laughs> <laughs> was kind of my, <laughs> my it's, thing. Yeah, it's so funny you yeah. say that because sometimes when I'm like in, say, speak to my girlfriends, they're like, oh, you still haven't like had sex with him. I'm like, I can always fuck them, but yeah. I can't unfuck them. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the thing where you're like, do I or don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen you say that it is not religious. So do you want to elaborate on like your position on celibacy yeah absolutely so I feel like my position on celibacy is it is like quite a an individual thing like Mm -hmm. it is with everybody I really love to give people that sort of empowerment like so for me celibacy means yes restraining from sexual activities for Mm -hmm. me when I really did my celibacy uh it was from a place of like my womb Mm -hmm. was like just was like no yeah I don't want any dick inside me we've got some shit to heal and to sort out and like I just want to just be left alone for a little bit Mm -hmm. you know so it was like more from a place of 
celibacy yes i think there is like such a thing as emotional celibacy as yeah. well so as you know when you in a marriage or in some kind of relational dynamic there is so much of emotional yeah. exchange that's happening lots of healing lots of trauma yeah. lots of mirror work it doesn't have to always be that but there is like you are weaving your energy with somebody mm-hmm. else so i feel like when you um, not only have this sort of emotional restraining from you know being these conversations with another person who is your partner and things like that so it's like you actually just get a break yeah. from all things relation sex yeah. like all the things that come with that as well like for me I'm such an energetic person yeah. so there is just a lot of layers to it so for me I really felt the need to one like just emotionally cut myself not cut myself off but to take myself back away from all of these relations yeah. or at that time it was I did break up with my then ex in mm-hmm. 2020 and my celibacy lasted two years and three months yes. so it was um it was a conscious choice like mm-hmm. I was like right I choose I don't want to be on dating apps I don't want to be dating I don't want to be speaking to anybody I don't wish to share my sexual energy with anybody yeah I really just want to like really come back to myself and really be with myself and hear like the subtleties of my own body and what my heart is telling me what's my womb telling me so for me how to find the celibacy that I went on for the most part of those two years and three months it was like I say I wasn't talking to any guys I wasn't dating I wasn't on dating apps I didn't have some kind of you know guys to come and really sort me out or something like that it was just like I just really wanted to have that sexual energy contained within my own self Mm. and and then during the celibacy, there were times and months where I would open myself up to kind of use it as a bit of a test to actually yeah. see, like, where am I at? Bit with of an the experiment. Of, like, yeah, <laughs> an experiment. Yeah. And just to see, like, what type of men am I attracting? Kind of how am I showing up? Where am I in my mm-hmm. own nervous system when I'm dealing with certain triggers or something that might be coming up? And, yeah. you know, it was a really good way for me to gauge, like, how much work I've been doing and because during that celibacy I obviously dived so deep into like womb healing and de-armoring and just uh, shadow work, inner child work, reparenting myself, just all those things that kept on coming up that I was just like I'm so sick of these patterns in my love life, like I just (laughs) need to do something and I just took Mm self-responsibility for the things that I was attracting, which I think is a very empowering thing to do, to take your power back. Yes. And then you, because when you take your power back, you can actually do something about it. Yeah. So within that celibacy, like I say, there was a lot of times where I didn't actually, there were three, 40 days and 40 nights or like a whole moon cycle Mm -hmm. where I didn't even self-pleasure. Yep. So I literally journeyed with the rose as medicine on this like rose attunement. So um, I really journeyed with the rose as medicine Mm -hmm. and I deepened my own. I work with various goddesses and things like that. So I just, I sacrificed certain things again it's not really so much religious when Mm -hmm. I'm speaking about these things it's more about my connection to spirit and how I see it it's like I say like I do work with goddesses and ancestors and it's more like the occult it's more my connection with the spirit my connection with the elements my 
kind of devotion. It's like I see myself that the work that I do is more connected to spirit and my soul, knowing that I'm a soul having this human experience Mm -hmm. and how can I evolve that, but then also not forgetting the human aspect of me and also like really doing the embodiment practices, Mm -hmm. like in the body practices yes where I'm not dissociating I'm looking at all the ways that I am dissociating yeah. and why am I doing why? that <laughs> during sex or during certain traumatic things so yeah diving into trauma and of course I'm not you know now that I've done this celibacy for two years I'm not a perfect person and yeah. there's still deeper layers to all of it but I think it really allows you to see your own shit and you know now that I am you know navigating certain dynamics and dating it's like I'm able to own up to what's mine Mm -hmm. and again the discernment that I know how now the the agency in my own body that I carry is very different to what it was before celibacy definitely I can definitely attest to that like I when I left my marriage did 13 months Mm. celibate and like you I also after about eight months I opened myself up to dating um but I just yeah it took the 13 months for me to find someone that I was like yes I definitely want to have sex with this person but the work in that like the first six months were so emotional for me the amount of shit that came up yes and and then it was only then that I started kind of getting to know myself and, you know, pleasuring myself in a mirror and just like really observing what it is, seeing myself through someone else's eyes, essentially. Mm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Can you share more about like, yeah, some of the practices that you feel like really guided your celibacy or like really yeah. helped you within that? Yeah. So I found um, like setting up the space as if it was like a bit of a ceremony. So yes. it wasn't just like, okay, I'm going to you know, pleasure myself. It was me really like getting in touch with myself and using flowers and like, you know, oils and smells and just setting the scene. And then, you know, sometimes there'd be a bit of movement and just, yeah, getting into my body. Mm-hmm. And then for me, it would be exploring myself. Like yeah. how, how do I like being touched? And, yes. and yeah, I mean, exploring yourself in a way that you know who you are and like what you're bringing to the table and yeah it's just if I didn't do that when I went back to having sex it would have been very heady I would have been operating Mm. from a place of like insecurity and are they enjoying themselves am I good is it good that's like the type of thoughts that I would have been having having yeah before that wow but and it's so common and we all have that you know there is this this yeah like it's unfortunate but so beautiful that you were to able to like I said journey deeper into the body Mm. into your own needs into your own desires and to really just uncover and like I say meet yourself in those places and be like wow and the fact that you did do the mirror work and you know explored your own sensuality and sexuality and your own this erotic nature I feel like it's so healing it is I before that, I didn't know that I was a sensual person. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but after that time, I was just like, okay, <laughs> I know what I need. <laughs> Have you ever done the like the, the sexual blueprint test? Oh, oh no. my gosh, it's amazing. Yeah. So they say that, you know, there is this theory that, you know, um, 
there is like a it's kind of like love languages but yeah. you just apply it to your sexual like blueprint sexual, yeah so it's like you can either be energetic mm-hmm. which is basically you're somebody that is capable of having like energetic orgasms yeah, and okay. it's very much yeah like the um for me i see it as that like energetic foreplay where mm-hmm. there is like lots of it could be just that the anticipation yeah. and all of that like i love all yeah. that but then there is the sensual, which is mm-hmm. that you do love the flowers, the candles, you want smells, mm-hmm. you want textures, you want gentle, yummy touches yeah. and tingles <laughs> yeah. and it's all of that. And then there is sexual, which is a lot of men, you know, they just want to go straight for the genitals. They yeah. just want to just like get it in. Yeah. And there is also kinky, which is, I guess it's yeah. more of like, you know, the taboo things or maybe just a little bit more of that role play yeah. and that kind of that and then um there is also a shapeshifter which is basically Ooh. somebody that it, it really they're fluent in all of those languages yeah. and they just adapt to their partner depending mm. what their partner is really wanting yeah and not to be confused with just somebody who's like a people pleaser yeah. it's more like somebody that's really embodied in all of those different like types and they're able to just play in all of those yeah Yeah. so so who do you think you are to be honest I feel like I could be a bit of a shapeshifter yeah (laughs) yeah I I was like I like all those things things. I love it for me the last time I did this the test I came up as uh my main one is energetic Mm -hmm. and then I'm both the same percentage sensual and kinky yeah so it's interesting because yeah like I feel like through my own celibacy I actually expanded my own capacity and my own curiosity to journey deeper into the kink world and shibari and just those beautiful kind of things that is is an art form and I don't I don't think I not aware of any like really fucked up kinks that I have it's very kind of vanilla type kinks you know just a little experience yeah (laughs) just like you know like I love being choked and I love being spanked and I I love being tied and I love (laughs) being handcuffed and I love the role play and the the submissive and the dominant yeah I love all that but I think it's you know, it's more just to introduce those aspects and a bit more spice into mm-hmm. these like exclusive containers that I like to be in. Yes. Because, you know, I really am into monogamy. I'm not into yeah, open relating. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just interesting to spice up those dynamics and the polarity between oh, definitely. you two. And how did you find, so after the two years and three months, when you broke your celibacy, how did you find it? How did I find the the experience? (laughs) Like, how did you feel? I mean, I know. (laughs) Well, it's interesting because I did have this idea of how I wanted to break my celibacy, Mm -hmm. which when I did share with the guys that I was dating, they knew I was celibate and I was wanted to come out of it. You know, when I shared my experience with them, they were like, whoa, but I felt like they felt quite... Um, a lot of pressure yeah and so then I moved over to WA and all of my girlfriends there like okay so you still time yeah like they're like we need you to get some dick honey (laughs) come on (laughs) do it for the team and something shifted because before when I was still on the east coast I really 
held that vision that like the next person that I want to get with, I want them to be my next partner. Yes. So for some reason, when I went to WA, I was open to just somebody that breaks my celibacy, that Mm -hmm. is more of a lover, but still like contained, like he's Mm -hmm. not seeing anybody else. I'm not seeing anybody else. And, you know, just something that didn't come with too many kind of things around it. But I just wanted to, like, I did have a criteria. I wanted to fall in love with his dick. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted him to have a delicious (laughs) penis. Yes. (laughs) Tick. (laughs) Tick, tick. Tick, tick. (laughs) I wanted to be really sexually clean and energetically quite clean, which he was. I mean, he is this unicorn of a man that just, like, he lost his virginity when he was 29. He's only 36. Wow. Like He's only had one girlfriend. He's got the most, like, perfection of a penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just a very uh, – just it's like the universe just, like, put this yeah. person into my field. And I – you know, he was unvaccinated and he was really – he had really strong views about yeah. that. So, yeah, like, all those – criteria that I felt like I needed in order for, yeah. for me to break the celibacy with this person like I met in him yes and so yeah like uh again it wasn't what I initially envisioned mm-hmm. of this three-day Airbnb extravaganza with like all these <laughs> yummy shamanic journeys and like for us to just like meet God and yeah, all yeah. <laughs> we just met penis <laughs> yeah I just met penis and but honestly I feel like what's really empowering and also just allowed me to show how far I've come is because when we met mm-hmm. Um, we obviously had, I felt like there was a lot of tests that he passed that I was kind of like putting out there naturally. I'm quite yeah. like a testy person because of, I know the reasons why I do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then it was my own choice. Like initially we were by the fire on the rugs and it was really yummy and romantic and yeah. I could see he didn't know that I was celibate. So it's like, he was like wanting yeah. to devour me. And I was like, initially I was just like not quite like there Mm -hmm. so then we ended up having this really beautiful shower together and washing each other and just like it just felt really innocent and really beautiful and then when we were in bed together and we were just cuddling you know there was sort of the sex was off the cards yeah um yeah I just felt this like like actually yeah (laughs) actually I have this like yeah like my body Mm. is like I I think I'm actually now that in my own stillness and I can feel into the subtleties of my body it wasn't this like ravishing like oh my gosh because at one point during my celibacy I was so ready to end my celibacy with like a foursome yeah I just wanted to the whole field I was like oh my god like I need so much like sex right now let's just make up for it with four people (laughs) let's just make up with three men But I didn't do that. I just did it with one. <laughs> yeah. And it was really just the this the experience was very it just felt really beautiful, really innocent, really he had so much reverence for mm-hmm. me. I asked him to just like take it gentle and one because of, you know, everything that was happening. Yeah. But yeah, so it was just like so beautiful and actually afterwards we had another shower and then when we went to sleep I cried Aww. and he just held me because I, I told him in a shower the second shower that 
yeah, like I just broke my celibacy with him and he was like, wow, I feel so honored. And he also said, yeah, like he hasn't had sex for six months and it was really beautiful. And I cried and he just held space for me and it was really beautiful. And I guess I just let go of, it was so perfect in Mm -hmm. its simplicity that I didn't need all the bells and yeah. the whistles and the stuff. Yeah. Although I still desire to have that experience now that I'm out of my mm-hmm. celibacy, of course. But it's just, um, yeah, it was. It, but then the next day when I woke up, I was like, how do I feel like yeah. about myself? And, you know, and I was like, wow, I feel so grounded in my own body that like I, I'm not attached if I ever see him again. Yeah. I just like, I feel so in my power because the choice was mine yes. and I chose to break it. So that's why I always encourage women to, whenever they are coming out of celibacy, to really tune into their wombs, mm-hmm. to their bodies, to like one, are you ready? Yeah. And you know, like, yeah, like, so afterwards, maybe to do it so quickly or whatever, like would spend me off on a spiral yes. of like oh my god what did I do and da, yeah. da, da. whereas this time it was just like no felt I feel I felt so at peace oh, I was good. like yeah there's no attachment to what that looks like from this moment on I feel like yeah. he literally was there to give me this beautiful ex- experience oh, that's so nice I had quite a similar thing um when I broke my celibacy so initially I've, I've always been someone who wanted commitment and relationship uh-huh. and before that like when I first opened myself up to dating when it had been eight months or whatever I met a guy like the opportunity was kind of there but it wasn't for us to sleep together but I wasn't sure and yeah. then it didn't end up happening and then with this guy I was like you know what I've never given myself the opportunity to just have a sexual connection with someone yeah. I've always wanted to make it something more and he kind of yeah dropped out of nowhere like on it I was about to get off the dating app and then he kind of showed up wow. as I was about to delete it and I met him at the beach and we were like making out within I don't know half an hour probably <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time in my life where yeah. I considered like nearly having sex with someone in broad daylight on the beach wow and it was hot. just like my yeah my whole body was like yes yes let's do it it was yeah. like a tap just got turned on <laughs> Totally. I think when you when you're in the celibacy and when yeah. you're coming out of it, it's like you feel it in the body. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm ready now. Yeah. And again, your womb speaks to you. It's like I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it's really important to listen out for those signs. Yeah. And then I mean, it was a really, really good experience. It, like wow. the best sex I've ever had in my life. Wow. And it was yeah. But it just after a month, I was like, casual just isn't my thing. Yeah. Like, I don't like casual relationships. Yeah, same. I need, like, presence and attention. I love. <laughs> yeah. I really love to feel, like, when I am, yeah, like, intimate with someone because I know how sacred, like, my orgasms are mm. and how, like, how vulnerable I am in those states yeah. as well. It's like... I just feel that, yeah, like casual, like Mm. I just love feeling like the heart and the love of my lover and just to know that, yeah, there is safety in what we are experiencing and journeying. I think like for a lot of women actually like that safety piece and to be met in consistency with they like all of that is so beautiful yeah. and it's so healing definitely yeah and you don't yeah. get the depth I feel like with the casual sex it's like 
um, that depth that I seek is quite missing. Yeah. Um, like, and let's say, like, when there is love, when there is feelings, yeah. when there is, you know, just being able to meet each other's needs and desires and all the things, I just feel like it's so much more profound yeah. and deep and you can go so much deeper with it. Of course. I know I found, like, our sexual connection was so strong. It was, like, both of us were just, like, wow. But then mentally and emotionally for me, it wasn't there. And like he would try and have conversations with me and I'd have nothing to say to him. <laughs> he would always be like, what else? And I'd be like, what else do you want? And then I'd be like, shh, shh, shh let's just make it out. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, I don't know what to say to him. Oh, so it yes. just got like after a month, it was just like, this can't go anywhere. <laughs> That's why I do encourage women to feel into like the three centers. You know, mm. I really believe that as women when we are choosing our potential like even life partners mm. or the father of our children or even like I say even lovers yeah like their level of consciousness yeah and how like who they are in the world and like we want to be able to like calibrate to that yes is that the word yeah. I can't say it calibrate like calibrate Cal- calibrate calibrate, calibrate. <laughs> and also our hearts like yeah. we want to feel that like our heart is opening and blossoming to them and also because their heart is yes. blossomed and also like the pussy mm. and like the pussy needs to be like turned on and yeah. dripping for them yeah so it's like you know if one of the centers is kind of off like for you sounded like yeah yeah like that mental and the yeah. consciousness level was just not it really there. there and again like whether the heart was there or not but the, the yeah. pussy was there yeah but that's just one of the centers exactly so if you can connect with someone on all of those three centers and like I say you know mm-hmm. just actually have the conversations about like future and like where you're at like what are you wanting yeah you know are you just wanting like I say just a casual hang up and just hook up and just get your dick wet or are you actually looking for something something yeah yeah so that's really important because there is hormones when you have sex with someone there is oh, potentially can be can open up a can of worms oh yeah um not can of worms but like I say there is things energetic yeah there's an exchange happening there is. And well I felt that it is by the end it was just exchange, becoming yeah. yeah I just I felt off and then I was like should I try make something of this? Shouldn't I? And it was just, yeah, it just got to a point where I was like, I've got to walk away because, but it made me take a step. So I'm back. I'm on what I'm calling a man ban. A man ban. <laughs> a 90 day man ban. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So what does that look like for you? So for me, it's, it started off like me checking in with, okay, what do you actually want from the next man that you relate with? Yeah. And yeah, so I'm, there's no dating apps or anything. I'm not talking to any men. And I mean, part of it was because I've got things that I have to focus on right now, which like, you know, trying to build a business and stuff Mm. like that. So it's just, yeah, casual sex is not, that wasn't benefiting me anymore. So I had to walk away. And yeah, so I mean, my 90 days it's going well the first two weeks were hard (laughs) when you hit like ovulation time and you're just like oh everything just makes me want to have sex right now (laughs) so I've been eating a lot of chocolate (laughs) loco love (laughs) oh love loco love that's the best chocolate ever yeah and but now after those two weeks it's Mm -hmm. like you just kind of getting back into the rhythm yeah so I'm a month in now and I feel Mm. like I've come back into my center yes and um also like the last time we were together I noticed in my body like it wasn't the same Mm. like I wasn't as 
into it as I was all the times before that. Interesting. Which was also for me a bit of a, a symbol a of like, it's not, yeah. you have it's to stop. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, my pussy was not happy with me. Yeah. <laughs> and then. That's a good telltale sign as well. it's taken three weeks. Like her and I were back on track. It's <laughs> for a week now we've been back on track, but she wasn't happy with me. It was like, bitch, you're not listening to me. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, our bodies do have these yeah. signals. They're literally like, if you're not putting those boundaries, I'm going to put yeah. the boundaries. Now I'm, I'm going to give gonna, you thrush yeah. so you can't fuck. It's always thrush. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> Dude, dude, <laughs> hello. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So, and it's, yeah. yeah, like for me, I've learned to listen to those signals. Like even when I, yeah, like, you know, is, I mean, since obviously like I feel like in my 30s, I literally slept with two guys and I'm 34 yeah. now and yes. it's crazy. And, but I think as well, like I've noticed it as well, even just with my ex, we initially we got together and it was just like, wow, it was beautiful yeah. and so healing and was so like just healthy and as soon as I knew that he's starting to maybe be a little bit one foot out or having desire for other women it's like straight away my pussy just let me know and I was like oh you know again even in those subtleties it's like you you do need to listen to yeah and you know it's all it's a really interesting conversation because I think even with this like UTIs and things like that there is sometimes there is an underlining thing so Yeah. yeah it is a big journey and um it could I heard the other day that it could be actually even linked to like sexual shame as well but I think as well it's like our bodies are just known they're known they give us the signals yeah and it's like if you're not going to pick up what I'm putting down I'm just (laughs) just gonna gonna punish you okay (laughs) we're not gonna have fun we're not gonna have fun's over (laughs) yes oh I'm glad that you 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 like you were aware of those signals and yeah Yeah. it is it's important to just tune in and I mean now I've got clarity on you know once the man band's done what type of man I will be looking for and what I will and won't accept wow I'd love to hear if you if you're clear on that I would love for you to put it out there into the world to really claim that I mean obviously a beautiful penis (laughs) first and foremost no it's not (laughs) not as big as that (laughs) I think that would literally come out of my mouth I don't know if I could handle that one (laughs) but I want a man who he's a leader and he knows what he wants and he's clear yes with me his intentions with me and I know where I stand with him yeah and you know I've just I've found a lot of the men that you date the confused wishy-washy wishy-washy at the start they love bomb you like oh my god I want a relationship Uh I think I'm in love and then it's like once things progress then they start backing away and they're like oh I don't want anything serious or yeah it's just yeah yeah it's it's yeah it's the dating app guys I just I don't but I saw a meme the other day and it's like a wo- someone just lying in bed with a mask on saying refusing to date but waiting for like my man to find me. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I'm like, I've put it out there what I want. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to find me somehow. You have to find me. Yeah. I'm here. I'm waiting. Yeah. But I think it's one of the things is really good to actually get that clarity mm. to because what I'm journeying at the moment with my dating world and my conscious like relationships and stuff like that, like I say, because I do so much of my own inner work and like I say just really having that really self-worth and knowing my standards Mm -hmm. knowing where I am which is I'm very clear like 
sexually energetically yes. like I'm so available for a relationship I'm so yeah. here for sacred union mm-hmm. I'm here calling in just some a beautiful beloved that yeah. I'll be able to create an empire with yeah and share my beautiful life that I've created with with somebody else yeah but like I say you know there is these beautiful men that coming along and you know there are a lot of the fundamental things that are non-negotiables for me mm-hmm. so like I say yeah just that being in their in their like desire to like not like you say leadership but for me it looks like somebody who is mission driven Mm -hmm. who knows their balls and it's in their power exactly and it's like I'm here yeah and they're in their presence they're in their depth they're like uh, yeah like I want you yes you know I'm not no just doubt there is no doubt and I also want to have that um that knowing for myself yeah. and you know just other aspects like you know yeah like so it's like really tuning into these men that are coming into my world mm-hmm. and or like a one in particular at the moment I feel like he just like ticks no it's not a ticking box thing yeah but like I say it's just more there's an like, expectation there's like it's more of just like who do I want to do life with or who do I want to journey yeah. with and like say there's just non-negotiables that I feel like are really good for everybody to know yeah. like what are you looking for in a partner you know and it doesn't it's not really physical things it's like I really do desire somebody that's funny yes and that's able to be like that lighter like in terms of like when we're navigating really stuff it's like we're able to just like come back to the lightness and the cosmic joke of it all and you know things like that and somebody that is inspiring to me that I respect that it's actually quite expansive for me he's financially financially somewhat stable as well like who so I feel his leadership when it comes to his own integrated masculine that he can lead me because I do have I'm a very feminine woman but I also got a big dick energy and (laughs) I fully will lead and I don't want to be able to like you know lead us in my partnership no you'll get a floppy if you have to do that yeah I'll just get him to suck my dick all the time and it's not fun (laughs) I want you to grab my ass and like take charge of me I don't want to be in charge let me melt in your arms so it's really interesting to like like know what your Mm non-negotiables are like I say, you know, clean up your side of the street to be like, what well, you know, like who yeah. am I and what am I bringing and where do I need to clean up my yes. side of the street? But then again, like really not settling is one of mm-hmm. the biggest things that I teach my women and the do, like the women that journey with me and do my mentorships and everything else is that like we have to keep holding that desire and that high standard yeah. and when somebody comes along they might just be like that little bit of a test yeah are close. you gonna settle are you gonna settle yeah are you gonna like you know accept his wishy-washy whatever yeah. whatever ways mm-hmm. or are you gonna be like no hun this is where i am yeah and come talk to me when you're here yeah. as well otherwise it's not happening Otherwise, it's it. just like, yeah, because you might actually be preventing from somebody that is all of those mm-hmm. things actually coming into your world and actually having enough like hope and enough belief that there, there is, pers- there is like, your the, person yeah, out there. Yeah, there is your, your matches out there. You yeah. just have to... And there could be many yeah. matches throughout our lives, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, like, like I said, this level of knowing that you deserve what you truly desire and these desires needs to come from the heart. They can't yeah. just be like egoistic things, no. you know, he needs to drive an Audi. Oh, because, I know. I mean, like, I've seen a few things where there's women who are like, oh, he needs to make at least 600K a year, but they're just like, they're not doing the 
maybe just an Instagram model or something or, you know. Well, I just think, yeah, like, I mean, with, again, if you really break down those type of desires, mm-hmm. they usually come back to, like, a deeper value yeah. that this person holds. But I think, yeah, it's important to, if you are going to create a, some type of list, it needs to be just, like, from the heart. Yeah. And for me, like, my list that I was just saying to one of my girlfriends this morning over breakfast, like, I showed her a list that I created a, a, a year ago. Yeah. And I was like, wow, like, it's interesting because, like I say, this man that I'm journeying with right now, it's like, ooh, like, he is... might be... Yeah, like, is he <laughs> yeah. this person or is he just, like, this shiny carrot that's yeah. just actually... It's like, am I going to settle for this mm-hmm. or am I actually... Because I also understand nobody's perfect and yeah. we all have our stuff and that's beautiful. But like I say, if you are met in your non-negotiables, yeah. the other stuff can always be figured yeah, out. Yeah, of course. That's actually something I've always loved about you is, um, you know, you're so strong in like your feminine and your essence and your self-worth. But at the same time, you've always also shown how much you love men and appreciate them and how you'd like to treat them because that's something I have too is I like I don't just want to be worshipped like I want to worship you too Absolutely. <laughs> I want us to worship each other yes. yes yes and that's where I feel like that is my understanding of this beautiful sacred divine mm. union it's an infinity sign between both of yeah. you and it's like you pour into me and I pour into you so that way we're never kind of not you know we're always our cups are always full and yeah I feel that yeah definitely I love worshipping men and Mm. any man that's been with me knows that (laughs) and by the same time I also really love it (laughs) (laughs) it's a two-way street it's not single (laughs) yeah so uh, yeah it's it's interesting but also like I say you would see seeing the subtleties of like my own feminine Mm -hmm. and like how because all of my work is all about this like deep feminine mm-hmm. mystery and like how to dance in the unknown and being yeah. able to be comfortable in the discomfort. Yes. And That's also massive. just like, wow, it's such a big, you know, this space of like, oh. Yeah. But then even with now with relating and these conscious, like I said, I could see myself wanting to take on the leadership because yeah. again like they are not really like yeah showing up in a way that like maybe I desire to yes. like I say just like setting up those dates to be like okay being like proactive and being produ- proactive and you know I am finding myself even with some of them to just be like okay like I really want to see you when do you want to hang out yeah and it's like again going in like leaning back into just like men feminine receivership and yeah. just knowing that like we are this beautiful flower and the bees come to us yes I know I I am I've never been a chaser like if I have to chase, I'd rather die. <laughs> I'd rather die. It's like yeah. no, we don't, don't do that, chase. honey. No. Yeah, no. And yeah. again, it's if we're in our center and if we're anchored in our worth, then like I say, we know like the right man. Like mm-hmm. as, as I keep saying to my girlfriends, and they just like got me on video saying this, but it's like if we were Beyonce, yeah. which is an epitome of queen. Yeah, it's like 
how will they be showing yeah. up for us? Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and we are Beyonce in our own right if you've, you know, so yeah. I just feel that, like, yeah, like Beyonce, she does not chase. No. And she just <laughs> she just sits there in her voluptuousness, in her yes. queendom, and she just, like, come and come get me, me. honey. <laughs> I'll deem if you're I'll let you know if you're worthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. So good. So it is about... It is a dance, mm-hmm. like all of life. But like I say, you know, like, yeah, it's beautiful. And it's beautiful to have the awareness about that yeah. and to see. Yeah. One of my questions, which I guess we have kind of answered, but it was like in modern society and the way that people relate with each other. What are some issues that you can see and how do you think practicing celibacy would actually benefit these people? Mm, that's a really good question. <laughs> I think so I do because of, I guess, the community that I'm part of or where I live, mm-hmm. which is now sort of Byron Bay Shire, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is renowned for open relating yeah. and sacred sexuality and all these leaky tantricas mm-hmm. as I call them <laughs> it's like I because I've journeyed celibacy and because I've always like of course I had my hoe phases mm-hmm. where I've you know fucked two guys in one day and yeah. like you know like I'm not coming from not experience yes. but because I have journeyed and like I say there is just a certain frequency mm-hmm. of love and sexual image and, and intimacy, intimacy yeah like sacred intimacy that yeah. I carry that for me that's my truth yeah it doesn't have to be everybody else's truth yeah. but what I see is the distortion mm-hmm. in this like particular you know these environments because not only am I in the kink scene yeah but also all these other scenes which I can see how a lot of these people are actually really they they traumatized yes. and they're re-traumatizing <laughs> themselves, that. like re-traumatizing each other and making excuses, making for excuses, it. Yeah. actually not really going deep, deep, deep within themselves because I truly am. It's controversial, but I will say that I really believe that pretty much every woman mm-hmm. in this world, deepest, if she's of maternal nature and that she wants monogamy oh, of course. and she wants to be chosen. Mm-hmm. She wants to be that not even claimed as such, but just like, it's like, I see so many people in the community where it's like, yeah, they're doing this whole open relating, yeah. but really actually they just want to be like, they just want to they're have this person to, to themselves. Yeah. I couldn't do it. And <laughs> I feel like as well, because I see energy, I feel energy, I know it. So I can see this like leaky, icky mm. tentacles going from each other. And like I say, it's a powerful sexual energy is a life yeah. force energy is so powerful, especially when you weave it with ritual and yeah. ceremony it's like nothing something to just like fuck with lightly just go no share it around I really do see the distortion in and like I say I always say to people that have these open conversations with me I'm open to hearing how open relating Mm -hmm. works for your marriage or whatever you know like and also understanding because I'm open-minded to hearing I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm always open to so hear happy to have conversations but in my truth in my experience it has been that it just doesn't actually long term it doesn't really serve no. anybody and there is more trauma and more shit and more stuff that gets 
brought into it's, it. It's so messy. It it's, is. It's so much admin and I just don't subscribe to where mm-hmm. I'm not really, yeah, like, and everybody's entitled. Like, I know a lot of people who, and even for me, I feel like in my last relationship, he had a lot of freedom, even when he expressed that he has desire for other women. Yeah. I say, like, I'm honoring where you are because you're so young and all the things. And, you know, and we had a very open conversation around him going on dates with other women. Yeah. But then ultimately when I no longer felt safe in his love yeah, and that he was, like I say, like just had his eyes for other women. Um, it just, uh, well, it just got to a point where I was just like, no longer no. Sa- felt safe in his love. Yeah. I know I just didn't, I would hear all about his dates and I would sit on his lap and play with his hair. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Like I could do that. Yeah. Like I have the capacity to hear my man going on a date with another woman just to, feel things out I'm yeah. like wow tell me more, oh, tell me more. yeah, yeah I like, would be so intrigued <laughs> he had so much freedom yeah. in that sense but then I say when because my own nervous system is regulated or whatever I feel safe in his love mm-hmm. like I'm like of course like like not of course but like I say through having that more open experience it actually anchored in more like I know yeah. with my beautiful beloved mm-hmm. it's just it is going to be yeah. just us too there's yeah. no there's not going to be desire for other women there's not going to be this like desire to open a relationship no. it's just it's going like to there's be going to be a solid foundation and it's going to be yeah and <laughs> yeah. i think you could just go so much deeper yeah. to so much juicier places when you just journey with one person yeah. and you're both as in love and as committed, committed. and wanting to keep leaning in exactly. you know than just having so many tabs open and all the sexual energy and all the stuff that gets yeah. exchanged all the fluids and stuff like oh, for me i'm just like not into mm. it no me either but that's my personal view and yeah. that's my truth as it stands of today yeah like, <laughs> checking in a month no 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 it's actually no. since the young very young ages all yeah. i've always like i say i carry the gene of monogamy mm-hmm. i carry the, the codes of sacred union i know that this is what i'm here to do and this is what i'm here to experience in this world yeah. i'm like where the fuck is he but he's coming yeah he's coming yeah we can feel it <laughs> you can feel it it's on the horizon <laughs> and it's gonna be beautiful when oh it, it's when gonna it be like oh it's so expansive to the world to to the community i know that again when i tune into that desire of this type of love mm-hmm. i know that it's not only going to be off service to me and him but it's also going to be off service to the yeah. world and it's it just ripples out you yeah. know because i feel like again even just sitting with the celibacy piece it's like <clears throat> i loved like I'm yeah like I love keeping my energy to myself mm-hmm. and not leaking my sexual energy anywhere and being quite like contained within yeah. my own field but at the same time I feel like it's also not so much of service because I feel like yeah the more you have these more open relationships yeah. with others and you know my love is so healing for mm-hmm. anybody that fucks with me yeah. so it's like it's a gift yeah so it's yeah. like it unlocked so many parts of me so you know, I just know that there is so much, there's so many gifts yeah. in the, in the, in the relationships. Yes. I definitely feel that. I feel like I've come, you know, as far as I will on my own. And yes. I feel like the man that I end up with is going to like, take me further and really make me come even further into my own and in my own purpose. That's how yes. it feels like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. I feel that so deeply. And 
I just like really it lights me up to have these conversations because like I say we do live in a world of you know mm. open relating and ethical non-monogamy and not saying that it's wrong but I just sometimes it's like I'm so happy that there are people like myself who yeah. are holding that torch yes. for something that is yeah. exclusive and beautiful and divine and yeah, yeah deep and meaningful yeah. and healing and like just like I say just takes you to to layers with each other yeah that you haven't been able to go by yourself yeah I know I, I've been saying to my friends, I'm like, I know that I'm ready now because I've started cuddling a pillow at nighttime and I haven't done that since living on my own. <laughs> so, so I know I'm ready. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Yeah. But like I say, how beautiful it is to be your own best lover. Mm. And I know that you've journeyed through that for your own, like I say, meeting of your needs. But I really feel that, you know, as cliche as it is, but like say, you know, those sayings that like you've got to love yourself first yes. before da-da-da or like I say, you really have to journey so deeply into yourself to like meet those parts mm. of yourself. And like I say, usually when you do have a, a lover, lover meaning just all, you know, like that's husband, that's yeah. boyfriend, I'm just saying like this other counterpart, you are mirrors to each mm-hmm. other and you're still mirroring all the stuff that's yeah. beautiful about each other and because you are mirrors to each other but also all the all the deeper parts that still maybe need still a maybe little bit healing. of healing i know relationships always always bring that up yeah. yeah yeah and it's beautiful and sometimes it's like oh can we just not can we yeah. just have fun <laughs> i thought like- we were done <laughs> actually yeah i did feel that you're like when you're on your own everything's so peaceful and like in its place and then it's when you start relating again you're like oh oh, fuck I thought we were done with this (laughs) yeah totally and that's why sometimes you know it's so beautiful to take that emotional celibacy Mm -hmm. where it's like you're just like oh I'm just like I'm just at capacity trying Mm -hmm. to process stuff and for me I guess like yeah like COVID here and all this (laughs) stuff with my own visa just like my whole life was just all up in the air and I'm like the last thing I also can things just journeying yeah. this whole thing with my ex like I say who had it was just so much to yeah. to to it was just like too much too for much. my play at yeah. that time so I just needed to just bring the energy in and yeah. like I say just like get a break and actually have fun like just like ravish those moments of mm. single like being single yeah and like just hanging out with girlfriends like I buy myself roses yeah like, I know I'm, I things. treat myself I'm actually I'm like I treat myself so well I just don't know if somebody can <laughs> how a man it. can oh, like, no. yeah are they gonna be able to meet it <laughs> I, don't, I don't know <laughs> we need more men to like kind of like get trainings on shivery mm. and like how to actually be yummy delicious romantic yes the romance is definitely but you know i do believe that also it's it's also part of us women to call men forward and to actually initiate them in some ways you know to these deeper layers of romance and how we like to be touched and loved and you know what we like and what we don't like because they're not mind readers and i feel like mistake is assuming that they can of course, read your mind. Yes. but it's nice when you do meet somebody who's thoughtful and yeah. who's romantic and they're doing our thing, these things not out of love bombing mm-hmm. you and just trying to like, you know, yeah. do that. But <laughs> it's actually, like I say, because they actually have a beautiful relationship with themselves yes. as well. 
Yeah. I mean, the other day I literally was in the having lunch and there was this beautiful man in the cafe who had these bunches of two bunches of roses yeah. and I went to the florist afterwards and I told the girls like about this man that yeah. I saw and they were like not kidding you like one of those bunches was for his sister and oh. the other bunch was for himself oh I love that and I was like, yes like, these, <laughs> these men exist yes okay so that's very promising <laughs> very promising very and promising. it's a beautiful florist with it's beautiful flowers yeah. it's not just like station flowers which is you know there is a time and a place for them yeah. too. <laughs> yeah there is so I mean I feel like we've covered quite a bit yes. on the celibacy side of things um did you want to talk a little bit about your course that you're offering yes so yeah. I really feel like when I was still actually in my celibacy I really felt again like with the other things that I have going on in my life they're like wow like I really feel that there is this deep desire and knowing that other women need to get to the juicy like really yummy gritty parts of like if they are going to take this commitment with themselves Mm -hmm. to journey deeper into their wombs into their hearts into just in the whole selves and like just like take their power and the energy back to themselves it's like it's so good for some people to have like some guidelines and practices and rituals mm-hmm. and things that they can do even like like really powerful super witchy cord cutting ceremonies yeah. yeah you know not just the fluffy stuff that you see on pinterest yeah. but like actual things <laughs> like that go will, there i mean if you truly want to let go yeah. of your ex like you come and see me okay <laughs> You know, just so there's these, like I was saying, like really meeting, like so many women are stuck in these like people-pleasing tendencies. They don't know their their boundaries. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, and again, I see that because of the lack of boundaries that my mom given me when I was a child. Yes. I now have like all these things Mm -hmm. that I'm aware of. So it's like, again, just like really being knowing what your boundaries are knowing what it feels like to Mm -hmm. like have those boundaries being impeded on and what you do to not only have like the verbal boundaries but the energetic boundaries as well yeah and within the course we journey through like de-armoring and like Mm -hmm. say the self-pleasure practices it's not just masturbation and just like rubbing your clit and just having a glycerol little spasm (laughs) it's about actually deeply you know journey into your cervix into your Mm -hmm. womb into the the aches and the pains and maybe even a lot of trauma mm-hmm. or shame that you carry it's re revisiting your relationship to your own body and your own yoni um the course really covers like this 40 days and 40 nights i know it sounds quite biblical but because i've done so many plant journeys mm-hmm. during those those days and like I say I'll, I'll work a lot with Venus so I feel like I do have those Venetian coins yes. that I carry as yeah. well so it's really working with like I say maybe more the occult side of things mm-hmm. and just like the goddesses yourself your own higher self mm-hmm. and actually like really stepping into your most magnetic expanded like what is your most authentic you what does she look like how does she fuck how does she carry herself what does she wear what does she eat yeah (laughs) and like actually stepping into that version of yourself and to be like you know closing the gap and it's so much juicy stuff so the course is going to be 40 days and 40 Mm -hmm. nights and we're going to 
uh, have weekly calls. Yeah. Um, every woman that joins, she will have access to me. To just say, like, I have these beautiful chats. Yeah. And just to get my side of things. Because everybody is so different and yeah. I totally get that. So I really just want it to be quite accessible. I want women to really go deep within even just the 40 days and the 40 nights. Every day showing up mm-hmm. at the altar, you know, for themselves. Because I'll teach people how to create an altar and what that actually means. Yeah. And like I say, it really doesn't have to be religious or anything like that. It's just more of a place where you could go and yeah. sit down and it's your time. Yes. So, you know, just basically showing up for yourself every day, regardless of how you feel. It's like, it's that, again, holding yourself accountable and that commitment. And um, so when you harness, I feel like that sort of practice within the 40 days, then you're Mm -hmm. able to just carry this this celibacy or these practices onto your life, which will enrich your life, which will empower you. I really, my intention is for women to come back to their own sovereignty, Mm -hmm. to their own agency of their own bodies, you know, their own authenticity, like their own desires to claim their desires, to feel confident and to not feel that they have to people please and just like to fit into the boxes mm-hmm. of the people that they are might be relating to yeah. so yeah it's going to be really juicy and mm. really yummy and I'm going to be having lots of conversations with friends around it like oh you know what does devotion yes. means to them and all that so yes oh, I'm so excited. I think it's honestly what women in the world need right now wow. I just I think yeah I think it'll do so well it's yeah will benefit them like massive advocate for it oh thank you yeah. and yeah after the live journey I will make it to like just an online course mm-hmm. that people could just like purchase if they go to the sacred celibacy mm-hmm. Instagram page and yeah they can just journey through it themselves as yeah. well they don't have to do it live the live container will be I feel like, you know, it would just have that really, you have other women to journey mm-hmm. with and you'll be held accountable. And like I say, it's just more of this sisterhood yes. where we're actually like holding each other and allowing each other to, you know, process wherever might be coming up yeah. and to deepen into our own practices. Yeah. Oh, I'm really excited for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank I'm you so, so much. Excited. I enjoyed our chat today. So much. Yeah. Thank you for having me oh. and for having these yummy chats. Yes. And I'll link your Instagram and the websites and everything below. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. For anyone that's interested. And best of luck yes. on this man ban. I oh, hope yeah. that when you come out of it, like I say, you really are able to be met in all of those deepest hearts, yearnings and desires that you need yeah. from a beautiful man. I'm looking forward to see if this man in your field is the man. Oh, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, wait and see, hey? <laughs>